0: Welcome to Passing Points Down Under, episode number one. You've got uh, on the boards bestman here, Simon, and co-hosts all the way from the USA, Mike Matari. How you go, mate? Hey, man. What's going on? Oh, mate, just chilling out. Had another good weekend of racing over here. I thought we'd uh, catch up and touch base. We can talk about the invasion of the US coming to Australia. I talk sprint cars, that is no war well yeah, and- it can be a war you know how these guys
1: go oh yeah speaking of invasion i'm in i'm invading your podcast here man it's exciting to have you uh kind of branching off here and doing something a little bit for the uh australian racers out there
0: oh mate look wouldn't have happened without you guys and thank you for uh giving us support and a bit of a, a a foot to lead on looking forward to um trying to build a bit of the passing points in australia but also bringing you guys a bit more content from Australia. Hopefully we can get some guys on board and do some interviews and touch base a bit more, share that information.
1: That'll be fun. There's a lot of good racers there that many of us don't know about. You know, it was just as recent as, as our weekly episode last week, we were talking about um, struggling over here in the United States to find uh, your guys' results and content so we could even be educated about your drivers because, you had us do on our Pick'Em segment um, an Eastern Creek Speedway race, and none of us like really knew much about what was going on. Luckily, I got to pick first, and I just picked Jamie Veal, so I'm, I'm thinking that has worked out for me. Um, we'll find out a little bit later in the show, but it's just crazy uh, how quickly this deal with you came together, and it was just really a result of our episode five days ago just saying – that Simon really needs his own podcast over there so we can keep up with racing.
0: Yeah, well, i got Travis to blame for that part, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he He's pushing, but no, hey, look, is, like I said, it's a great opportunity. It's uh, not something I've ever done before, so I'll probably be a bit rusty for a few episodes, but I'm looking forward to the adventure. Oh, yeah. So, but I guess uh, a couple of topics we should kick off today. We'll, we'll have these, talk about these US guys coming down. Uh, we've also got some good results from the weekend. From Toowoomba and Sydney and South. So, and then we'll probably uh, drop into a couple of upcoming race meets. Um, There's not a massive amount on yet, but definitely a lot of guys testing and driving, um, getting ready for the big showdown. So, but I guess touching base on what we're talking about last week, we sort of talked a bit about the guys coming over, quite a few big names heading over this way. trying to get some seat time in the Outlaws and the um, All-Stars off-season. So good to see that Tyler Courtney um, making his debut over here in a sprint car. Um, He's teamed up with Monty Motorsport, which has been very well known in Australian history throughout the years. Um, Had some big-name drivers in them. They're based in WA. So definitely looking forward to Tyler Courtney taking the reins over there. It's interesting that I'm going through the list of cars we've ended up with five or six on the west coast and then um, there's only three or four on the east coast so looking forward to the um, grand annual classic which is the Australian version of the Knoxville Nationals and hopefully that's where they'll all get to meet and we'll have an awesome showdown. So, But yeah Corey Lyson was heading over to WA as well he's going to team up with the diamond bay motorsport team so another team um I believe jason johnson had teamed up with them f- for a couple of drivers as well back in the day so they've got a bit of good history there um carlson macedo what, what can you say with uh dyson motorsport they every year for the last three or four years these guys have turned it on and teamed been the team to beat um and essentially carson
1: was the kind of the driver to beat over here this year he had the most world of outlaw wins
0: yeah, for sure. He um, he definitely held his own. Did he? I think he finished third in the series, yes. in the Outlaw series. Yes, so he's uh surely got to be carrying some good confidence of that. And then with all the um the best equipment money can buy in the Dyson Motorsport team, he'll be um a force to reckon with. So looking forward to that. Um, he's cole macedo is um this will be his first maiden trip down under Got excuse i'm on daddy duties today got the daughter in the background chilling out enjoying a bit of the show so hey um yeah so carlson macedo's first sorry cole macedo's first trip down under this should be uh interesting to see how he performs um a lot of like a lot of the u.s guys say when they come here a lot of tracks are like bull rings in australia we don't have a lot of open but Big tracks like you do over there. They're all mainly quarter miles. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Um Brock Zerofoss, what do you reckon? How do you reckon he's going to hold up over him? Right? You reckon he hold his own? I,
1: you know, I think so. Um, I mean, he's a good driver. He had a World of Outlaw win this year. Um, I think it was his second career World of Outlaw win. Um, I mean, I think honestly, between the list of American drivers coming over and the list of drivers that you guys already have. I think he's
0: up against a stout field, um, but I think he yeah. can hold his own. Oh look, mate! I think the most one of the most exciting. I'm personally looking forward to seeing Sheldon Getty because yeah. with all the smaller tracks in Australia, banging the boards, Sheldon's going to put a show on for everyone. I reckon. Oh yes. So i if when we get to do our picks for the classic, I um, wouldn't mind betting he'll be in the top three for sure. Premier Speedway. Is renowned for running a mad cushion against a fence, which would shoot him down to a T. So, but in saying that too, James McFadden's back, and that's James McFadden's home territory. So, who knows? He could mix it up with make it an interesting race. So, I guess Justin Sanders, the Californian, he, um, these tracks will probably suit him too. So, he's teamed up with the Motor Guard Motorsport team out of Victoria. So, that should be good to see um, him have his. Maiden run down under, so what can you say, Brad Sweet, mate? The um, World of Outlaws champion returns. It's good to see him coming back. Yep. Um Four-time
1: reigning World of Outlaws champion.
0: Yeah, he doesn't get that quite easily, so I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes with this team. I'm led to believe the team he's teamed up with is quite a privateer team, but still should be push through to make for an interesting season and hopefully Brad can um, bring his best skills to the table. The guys definitely looking forward to um, traveling from the West, but yeah, looking forward to seeing Brad Sweet back in town. Ian Madsen back with his local DTM motorsport team out of Sydney Speedway. Um, Ian's been with these guys for the last few years on his off season from America. They always seem to turn pretty consistent laps he seems to just be at home, just like Kerry. Kerry's actually um, only got a few selected shows, but he's good to see him back in Australia. We didn't get to see him last year, so he's back over with the Cricky Boys motorsport team out of WA, another um, oh, Australian-respected team. They, um, they do really well. It's good to see Kerry come back to mix it up. I guess... Another one for New South Wales will be Aaron Reisel. He's um, teamed up with the Seller motorsport team. So he was over here last year helping um, young Mick Seller get the reins in sprint car and teaching the guys. I guess one of the big things we see with the Americans when they come, bringing their good crew chiefs and stuff like that, it's a good opportunity for Australia to get some knowledge, build up um, what's the best way to do things and, get a bit more of an understanding it's easier to learn from guys that do it 70 80 times a year than it is for us where we only do it 20 to 30 times a year so but i did i did hear an interesting story about the russell ride that um with the australian market at the moment limited on motors he's actually gonna bring his own motor over here so i I believe we've got the u.s to blame for that because they can't turn our motors around quick enough but
1: (laughs) hey it ain't just yours it's ours too man I've been I've been uh, almost a year now trying to get my motor into the guy that was going to freshen mine. So it's uh it's rough out there, man. I think it's a global economic deal with parts and everything.
0: Yeah. I look. Unfortunately, that's the the part of the times at the moment. So making it a yeah. bit harder. And then with the tire shortage, and then we have Mother Nature, which is just absolutely killing us still. Yeah. So well, I got we're a, currently on.
1: I got a question for you. Uh, yeah. I think you mentioned if you didn't mention maybe you didn't get to it yet uh ian madsen with dtm motorsport yep um how how is he perceived because he's raced in america so long you know you're kind of listing him as an american coming back to to the u.s like like do you guys perceive him as an american racer now or how
0: does that work uh i'd say we we still claim as our own um you're right. He, he is an American based driver coming back. And we used to do the same with like the older drivers, Brooke Tatnell, and um, Skip Jackson, Peter Murphy, those guys, they're, they're always going to be Australian to the Aussies. So we, um, but in saying that too, we, we do pride ourselves on our, our homegrown guys, our young up and coming guys. There's a lot of them coming through with Lockie McHugh and um, Luke Oldfield. There's a, There's quite a few of the Marcus Dumsney, Jamie Veal, all those guys. We, um, I guess we, we call them more of an Aussie because they spend 99% of the time here, but Hey, if, if, if you want to be the best, you got to go race the best. So that's why these guys are over there. They're over there wanting to be the best and that's the only way you can do it. So, you know, so,
1: um, Sprint car hub, Facebook page, uh, Toby, he, he's, gathered this list that, you know, I I've been looking at and uh in his post he he'd said one of his only concerns is that he hopes that that the tire supplies can keep up with racing um and that the tracks, you know, prepare the surface accordingly. Um since you're over there, I mean, we've had tire supply issues all year. How how are you feeling about tires over there? What are you hearing and what's it looking like so far?
0: Yeah, look, I think we're on the same boat as you guys. The uh, I know the supply in the beginning of the season was very short. Um, there was a couple of teams I know of that missed actually first rounds because they just couldn't get hold of tyres. Um, yeah, so I think it will play into effect whether or not um, they'll uh, affect the racing formats or whether they change lineups or whether they change how many heat races or anything like that is yet to be determined, I guess. But it is definitely still a talking point up till last week, where people were saying, "Hey, how are we going to get through this summer?" We're like, tracks obviously are going to help play their part. Hopefully, we don't get too many slick tracks where you burn off tires and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, tires is impacting us just as much as it is over there. Only thing is, it's normally about a month or two later because of by the time it gets over here on the boat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, yeah, no, hopefully um, the Hoosier, the American Racing guys can help us out and we'll have a good stock for the rest of the season.
1: um, Don't y'all have some, like, your own brand of tire that is over there as well? Because I know when we were having trouble getting tires, there was people that were trying to push this Australian brand of tires. And, and, you know, I think ultimately it ended up not necessarily being – just labor force work issues here there was also like supply issues with core ingredients in the tires as well so but uh throughout all that i thought i'd saw that australia has their yeah
0: own there's a brand. The, yeah the, there is dirt x brand which has um been produced in the southern part of australia uh as to how much track time it's actually got it's with it being relatively new, they've got lots of ta- testing. I I would assume they need okay. to do to so make it's not, sure it it's meets. not an
1: established and proven brand like it, they were kind of leading on.
0: Yeah, well, look, it, they, they, there's guys using it. They're using it in the um the non-wing sprint car division. I know they I not have not personally come across any sprint car drivers that are running it yet. Um, they're just trying to get through, yeah, that testing phase, build reliable, like are in... American racers had that many years of experience and know what they're doing, but it, it it can't hurt to have some more supplies because with the shortage, right, for sure, gonna help somewhere. So, all right, well, look, let's kick off into these uh, results from last weekend. There's a few to get through over here on the east coast. We had um, Toowoomba had their ultimate sprint car championship. They had 28 cars on hand with a lot of the local guys making the field up with the um, the travelling guys heading down to Sydney. So leading start to finish was the um, Q7 of Lockie McHugh, taking home another win for the season. Um it was good for his home team there. Second home on the podium was Joy Corbett. So it's two podiums in a row for Joy. I mentioned last week I, I think he'll be one of the young Aussies up and coming. So looking forward to seeing how his season rolls out. We get a chance, and he gets down this southern end of Australia. We might even try to catch up with him. So, in third was Cody Morosky. So that was good. On the same night, they actually managed to have the ultimate speed car, which amidst Australian um, Championship Series. So, this actually seen one of the Kiwis in, or as we as you might know them as New Zealanders, driver base <laughs> drivers Caleb Curry. He um he's over here doing a bit of racing at the moment until New Zealand kick off and he took aim the to win. Second aim was Scotty Farmer and in third was a good mate of mine, Troy Ware. So good to see the midget guys starting to um, pick up and take off as well. Their season's starting to get going. I know there'll be quite a few, I'm led to believe there may be a few American midget drivers heading down here in January, February. So that'd be uh, good news to keep an eye out for. So uh, Sydney, Eastern Creek had their round three, 40 cars on here. So it was good. I think it was the highest highest car count they've had so far this season. So um, three different three different drivers from three different states. Um, this meeting seen Jamie View actually step out of the completes and the parts equipment car owned by Dyson Motorsport, the 99, as they've uh, headed to the US and seen him jump back in his V35 family-owned car. But that... Didn't seem to stop him. He was uh on another level again. So Mike, yes, you're correct. You did get him in your passing points pick. So congratulations on that one. Nice. Um I think I'm not I don't I think that puts me tied
1: for last place instead of solely in last place. So <laughs> that's helpful.
0: Well we pick up a few more rounds, you come back. Yeah. Look at. But uh we also had Marcus Dumsey back. It was his first Uh, run at Sydney for the year so it was good to see him he ran pretty good um he ran third in the feature he he was given really a good run but just didn't have the legs and we also seen Caden Brown I mentioned to him before about Caden was over there driving for Christopher Bell in the midget and the micros earlier in the year so Caden's back in Australia and he's having a go at sprint car racing so yeah it was good to see him trying his hand at something different and hopefully we'll We'll get to catch up with Caden in a couple of weeks' time too. So, but yeah, those finals results. Anyway, was Jamieville won it. Second was Brock Hallett from Queensland. And third was Marcus Dumsley. So uh heading into next week though, East Coast, um, we're gonna head back up to Brisbane's Archfield Speedway. They've got the uh, round two of the East Coast logistics series. Nothing in New South Wales next week. They're going to have a week off. So we head down to Victoria for the Eureka Garden, Garages and Shed Series 2 at Avalon Raceway. So, and then that's on Friday night, actually. And then Saturday night, they've got the Mainline Dino Log All-Star Series Round 2 at Portland Speedway. So West Coast next week, turn it on. Looking forward to that. They um, They've had a couple of weeks off. Getting into the swing of things. So they've got their first actual major blue ribbon event for the year with the Scarfield Smash Repairs, King of the Wings. So that's at Perth Motorplex. Um, all their local big name drivers with Callum Williamson, Harding, Kingshot, Inglis, Kendrick, and Jason Pride, Matt Eagle, Robbie Farr's gonna head back over that way, and Rusty Hickman from Victoria's heading over there and Taylor Milling. So should be a decent field line up there and hopefully um mother nature plays its way and can give him a good night so yeah but looking forward to um catching up next week Mike you um got much on playing this week mate
1: oh man no not really just work I mean we're our season's <laughs> dead man we were supposed to finish up uh and you know, we had a big micro race that was supposed to be last weekend that got rained out and they were going to put it put it on this weekend and um no rain but it actually ended up drop getting really cold down into the 20 like 27 degrees fahrenheit here so like stupid cold so it was like they just canceled it for cold weather and that pretty much puts an end to our season man so like nothing nothing really here till tulsa shootout kicks off at the end of december so we got about a i don't know month almost two month break now so
0: No, it's disappointing you guys got started out for that um, micro race. I've seen Boss had a bit of insight going up for that, and he was pushing hard for it. So it would have been really good to see it go. Yeah. So the only thing we got going, luckily, um, still got some USAC midget races,
1: like seven of them left to finish the year. So we got our flow racing here that we can watch those. But uh, I also know there's a few ways that we can watch uh, some of your guys' racing um, if you want to let everybody know.
0: if you if anyone's interested in watching some down under you can jump on the clay per view they actually have a clay per view app you can log in there and um you pay about eight bucks us a month to watch all the highlights and repays and they you can also tune in and buy main events so when they're actually running so yeah jump on there that's probably your best bet. you get um about eight or nine of the decent tracks in australia you'll see all these big name events so we'll plus we'll be sharing them on passing points and let these guys know give you a bit of heads up when they're coming so yeah. all right mate well look thanks for this opportunity hopefully we get to grow up bigger and stronger and we'll get hopefully get a couple of sidekicks kicks on here and give us a hand yeah give us a bit of a laugh well um hey man
1: it's been good um i think this is awesome it's going to be it's going to be great for, uh, your guys racing there. Just like, I feel like our podcast here is, has been good. If nothing else, man, it gives us an outlet to just talk and bench race yeah. and enjoy the sport we all love. Um, you Definitely. know, we're, we're on a video call, so hopefully you're not taking too much offense to my yawning. Cause it's like two hours past my <laughs> bedtime. Um, but I had to stay up late. So, you know, it's Saturday night here pushing midnight and, uh but you know it's sunday afternoon oh. for you so you're racing not nah, sunday your racing has uh, been completed so this is the perfect time to sit and record so it looks like uh for the foreseeable future i'm going to be staying up late on saturday nights
0: <laughs> hey if it's not at the racetrack at least you're talking it mate
1: yeah no exactly i mean i'm used to being out late it's just It's different when you're sitting at home because then you start getting actually getting sleepy
0: if you're not out at the racetrack. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks for having us again. We look forward to catching up next week. Enjoy.